Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 147 of Camp Strange. I'm your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, Katie Nichols. That's son. <laughs> he doesn't even know my, you know her full fucking name. I told you, I don't know what the fuck her name Somebody is. Somebody spelt it wrong on the wedding invi- on the wedding uh, thing in our room. That we sent. It was it was in the room when we got there, and it said Alex Tobin and Katie Nicholson. Somebody spelled Nicholson wrong. Yeah, no, Katie that fucking lost it. We uh, we misspelled a a couple of invites. <laughs> You don't let the drunk guy sign the stuff. <laughs> no, hey, honestly, I didn't do anything. It's not my fault. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this is your good friend David here letting you know that we had some technical difficulties at this point. But uh, basically, we just rambled on and on about weddings and future weddings and... Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have to cut all that out because it was all fucked up. So um, we will continue with the episode right here. Okay, we're getting way too off track here. We need to we need to jump into these stories. So, um, the intro, um, spooky. Uh, welcome back, episode one forty seven. Spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and dolls. Mm. But before we get into the longer stories, we gotta catch up on any of the weird news you may have missed. And David, I got a good one right here. As Senator's, Senator James Reich is so kooky, he thinks President Biden is controlled by someone with a wireless device. What does it even mean? <laughs> well, I, well, I think that they just think that because uh, he has a he has a problem. You know, we, like we does, really... that, does that mean that they think he's a robot, or does that mean like they think someone's like telling him what to say? What? It... Oh, that's a good question. I think they. They're saying he's some kind of Manchurian candidate, you know, candidate, 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 where he's kind of just being mind controlled, okay. I believe, you know, like he's still a human, but the reason he kind of speaks like this is yeah. because like they're, they, they've hijacked his brain. But the reason is because he's, he's an older guy. I think he's still like pretty sharp, but I think he's just like, he's not a good reader. <laughs> he's got to read everything, he's right? Perfect to run our country. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a fan, but like I don't know. It's just like we we have such low standards now because of the the priors, you know. Like we really we really kind of hit the top tier with like public speaking with like Obama, and then Trump was just like kind of fun public speaking. But like you're like, did he just say that? And now Biden's just kind of like struggling. But like you know, uh, as long as he's being ethical, I'm okay. If there's a little slur in there, if he's falling up, you see how quick he got up those stairs after he fell. <laughs> Quicker than I thought. I thought he's gonna go 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 go. I did. Did he down. go? Did he go on all fours? Uh, I, like a real I man. Think he, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I think he caught himself, but I thought he was gonna slinky all the way fucking down those stairs real quick. Like, well, you know what the, the the thing that I really love about this news story that you just said to me uh, for the first time ever is uh, mm. he said that he believes he's being controlled by a wireless device. Yeah. So that means this guy has sat there and scanned Joe Biden, and been like. Just don't. There's no goddamn wire. There's no wire anywhere. I don't get it. Oh, that's the thing. Here's the thing. It says Republicans have been spreading a rumor that President uh, Biden, 
that President Biden ability – okay, this is already spelled wrong. So <laughs> President Biden's ability to speak is controlled by someone with a wireless push button. So wireless, that's why you're getting those slurs in there because you know, you know how wireless we're, we're – not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But, 5G. Uh, so today, Senator James Reich of Idaho hey, asked hey. Secretary of State Anthony uh, Blinken to tell him the name of the person in the White House who has the authority to press the button to cut off the president's speaking ability. It's, <laughs> it's just like fucking crazy that like this guy is like a senator. I don't know. Like yeah. conspiracy theories are fun. I agree. But, like, if you're, like, wearing a suit and you're at the White House, you can't be, like, saying shit like that. No. That's, like, fun to, like, get drunk and be like, uh, but this guy's, like, fucking making decisions for a state, man. He's just getting drunk at the White House. Okay, that's pretty cool. You, how many people do you think have had sex in the Oval Office? I mean, presidents. Do you think every president has had sex in the Oval Office? If there is a president that did not have sex in the Oval Office, uh, then they're not my president. But I president. heard they have, like, uh, I don't think they have cameras, but they definitely have microphones in every room because yeah. of obvious, you know, presidents, like, you know, they, they got, got cameras. cameras. How do I get that job? That way it I makes it better. I want to see Biden be like, it's just give it a fucking moment. Press the button to make the dick work. <laughs> he blew that He's button like, sure, out. You pressed it way too many times. <laughs> the button's smoking. Again, we had a few uh, technical difficulties here, so hopefully we're smooth sailing after this point. Back to some more news. All right, I got my uh, first news story here, and it is uh, youth charged over TikTok backflip stunt in rhino enclosure faces new charge of killing a frog. Wait, okay, wait. So from what I picked up from that news headline, yeah. is that a a kid, a child, a teenager did a yeah, nineteen year old okay did a backflip into a rhino enclosure, yeah, and landed on a frog. See, that's what I thought at first. Which that I thought it was a funny story, mm-hmm. and so that's why I clicked on it. But you know me, I don't read them until uh, push late. comes to shove. It's too late. Um. So this is like the bold headline, subline under the headline. Uh, Singapore, a 19-year-old teenager, thank you for clarifying, uh, who was first hauled <laughs> to name. court. Yeah. Who was first hauled to court two months ago has been uh, further charged with abusing a frog by placing it on a foosball table and, direct, and directing a ball at high speed of force towards it. No. Yeah, this guy sucks. Why would they do that? It died. No. He was just fucking ripping shots, doing spinnies at the frog. Yeah. This guy's a dick. No spinnies. I don't like like this. Ralph Wee Yee Kai. Guy's a dick. Was he he known for doing a backflip into a rhino enclosure? Yeah, I believe two months ago. uh, September. Wait. Two months ago? I thought it said two months ago. It's September now. Yeah, it says two months ago. Um, so I guess the frog thing was... Yeah, you know what it is. It, just... <laughs> it don't matter when he did it. He done did it. 
Yeah. You know? That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, he did a backflip into uh Fuck him. Into a That's rhino not even cool. Closure. That's literally not even cool. No. Guy's a little punk. A little, yeah. A little coward. A little coward. Do you know a pack of rhinos is called a crash? You know, I feel like I knew that at one point. That doesn't mm. sound new to me, mm. but I did not remember it. Do you know a pack of uh, lemur um, lemurs? Fuck. Oh, what's the thing this that sta- What's the thing that stands up on their back legs and look and? Uh, meerkat. Yeah, maybe it's a meerkat or a lemur. I can't remember, but they're called a con- lemur's a monkey. They're called a, I know, but one of the two is called a conspiracy. And I don't know which a uh, pack of one of them is called. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm don't <laughs> don't bring this up at your next water cooler. No. Yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. It's, it's one of them. But uh, yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's focus on the rhinos and not this horrible frog murderer. Yeah, this guy sucks. What a fucking piece of shit. Frog. It couldn't. It, it it's all soft. Uh, so here it says God uh, built the frog now, soft. He now faces five charges in total: one count of criminal trespassing over the backflip stunt, three unrelated charges of mischief and vandalism, and one causing unnecessary pain and suffering to the frog. Yeah, fuck him. I'm like, I mean, everybody knows that when like a dog dies in a movie, that like you know that's like way sadder than when a person dies in a movie but like oh yeah this frog no one cries death, over the cat this frog <laughs> no cat too but this frog death just hit me different that boy, yeah. that boy thought he was fucking just playing keeper yeah he he, he put his life on the line he thought he hey, you know what i i guarantee you that ball did not go in the goal <laughs> See, I can find the bright side he out of that situation. He died a hero. He did. He, he for stopped Richmond. that goal. For Richmond. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he thought he made it to the big leagues. And you know what? He died a big leaguer, in my opinion. In my opinion, that, that Is there a did. cricket in my apartment? There is. I heard it earlier. And I took my headphones off, and I was looking around. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is called Camp Strange. I hope you guys. Yeah. Th- there's one thing we know about crickets, and that you can never really find them because they stop. They... You know what? I'll start a fire in my room so it's like a campfire sound. If I scream sometimes, it stops. Should I try? It's gonna start back no, up. Don't don't do that, please. I won't scream into the mic. I'll go across the room and scream. <sighs> God, this is ah! this is this has been a fun night. A lot of computer ah. errors. We'll see if we get through this episode. Scream at the cricket. It stopped. There you go. Did you hear it? It stopped. Let's keep going. Okay. What's your next news story? So this one's a fucked up and sad. Um, family of man who beheaded wife ordered to pay eight cows. <laughs> oh no. What? I don't. I, I'm not. I don't want to. You know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. What? Nothing. <laughs> where? Where is it? Uh, Lyra City. Where's that? Let's see. Lyra City. Lyra City is in Uganda. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. So, um, 
It's just crazy. Okay, That's... so like uh, apparently uh, this 53-year-old guy chased down this 43-year-old woman who was his wife on a motorcycle or she was on a motorcycle he was in a car and i know this is kind of like fucked up and sad but like if you guys listen to this you guys definitely listen to other murder podcasts and when they they tell shit like the cricket's back anyway so it is holy shit i can hear it yeah (laughs) so so, but like when you listen to other murder podcasts, they go into way too much detail this is just this guy beheaded a woman in broad daylight why are you laughing uh, we we have a guest tonight, the cricket. The cricket. It's Camp Strange, dude. We're at camp. Let's set the ambiance. If you guys need to get like two cats that will kill uh, larger insects in your place, like a cricket. Dude, they slap crickets around. We had some cockroaches one time, and they just smell them and like slap them do. around. They don't kill them. They don't... Why do you always have cockroaches? Because Dortmund? it's L.A. It's fucking hot here, man. They fucking love it. Cockroaches. <laughs> Um, like cucaracha. So, but this guy fucking chopped his, he cut his wife's head off in broad daylight. <sighs> and it's a, really. Beheading in daylight, is, it hits different. Yeah, it really does. It, oh, dude. It's like, I, I want to say, if I have to watch a beheading, I want it to be grainy camera footage, if anything. Yeah. You know, not daylight with my 2020 vision. No thanks. I want cataracts no. for that. So 4K. Yeah, exactly. Wait, no, not 4K. No 4K. No, no OLED. I'm say, no, I'm I'm adding to the negatives. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. it's in 4K. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and that cricket's really ripping it. Is it fucking louder? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's so fucking loud. Katie, scream! Scream in the living room. Can you just find it and kill it? It's good. It, it's really good uh, for your neighbors for you to scream, shut up, and then for Katie to scream. I don't have neighbors. Even better. Yeah. Um, anyway, now the cat's meowing, motherfucker. So, <laughs> I don't know where it is. Why are you scared? It's a cricket. Can't do nothing. Can't even vote. Jesus Christ. So, anyway, um, really while, Katie deal- while Katie deals with the cricket problem, this guy, um, uh, here, she's clapping back at it. Just scream. Scream. <laughs> Louder. Welcome to Camp Strange. Ooh, women screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, God, this is so bad. I'm not cutting off anyone's head over here. Calm down. So I'm not cutting any of this out of the episode. So Good, leave it. This is raw. This is what people want to hear. Crickets and women screaming. I think we're good. We're not going to get it. We're fucked. Shut up, Katie. So, so, <laughs> so, thank you. I love you. Um, but basically, so the man's family is supposed to pay, uh, her family eight cows because that man didn't make it very far because you know what happens when you behead someone in broad daylight? Um, you, uh, uh, go to jail. No, the whole town grabs you and then lynches you in the middle of town. Oh, so how is he going to, how, so he's dead. No, the family has to pay her family eight cows. Oh, so he's dead. He's dead. They lynched him. Oh, okay. That's so much better. That is so much better you would, that you, he's not yeah. just like, oh, I paid eight cows. Now I'm going to yeah. go get married again. Yeah, you think it would be better until you find out that they had five children together. <sighs> Don't worry. The kids got the house, so they're doing a little bit of a like, and the mortgage. A little hotel for dogs. <laughs> situation you know no parents it's like uh but 
um, they, they do have relatives and everything like that. But um, it's fucked up too because apparently the uh, they wanted to bury them next to each other, and then the wife's family was like, "Fuck no." We're yeah, not burying him next to the guy that brutally and gruesomely murdered her in broad daylight. It's like, what the fuck? That, that don't make no kind of sense. No, it don't. But, uh, you know, it, it's a sad story, but I just thought it was very interesting. It also answer, answers the age-old question is, uh, you know, how much is your life worth in a date cows? You know, in Uganda. Always, no, here too. You know how much a cow is? How much is a cow? In what sense? I don't know. You're talking like price? Talking about weight? All I'm saying is this. You try to steal I know one cow from my farm, you getting Swiss cheesed in the back with my big old shotgun. Double barrel. Double barrel. I just mean people will kill for one cow, let alone eight? One barrel's for you, the other one's for me. For God. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Indian farmer grows mangoes that look like apples and taste like bananas. <laughs> I think we had completely different news. <laughs> oh, that's could I honestly don't think we've ever. That told. is strange, David. <laughs> You don't think that's funny? It is very funny. I think that's the very... mangoes that look like apples and taste like bananas. I'm, I'm sorry, no one got beheaded. No, I'm, I'm just in trade of livestock, <laughs> single digit livestock. I'm more, I'm more projecting because I feel awkward about sharing a horrible beheading story while you do something as fun as mango apple banana. Yeah, pen pineapple pen. This just makes me want to eat one. Uh, do good. they? Do they actually look like apples? Yeah. And how do they taste like bananas? I don't get that. I don't know. I wonder if at the bottom is that nasty bit that you gotta Ooh, you gotta avoid. Whatever they got them <laughs> little black part, little stringies on the side. Oh, I hate the stringies. Oh, the stringies are nice. You gotta pick those off. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. Have you ever had the uh, the green grapes that taste like cotton candy? Yeah, yeah. My wife bought those once, and I threw them away. I worked at a grocery store, and we would get those once a year. And people were like, "Oh my god, oh my!" Are those? Because you worked at a grocery store like ten years ago, right? Mm, my most recent working at a grocery store was six, seven years ago. Six, six or seven years ago. Close Assistant enough. Grocery I didn't realize. Manager. I thought those were like. I thought that was like a new monstrosity of science. I didn't realize they'd been around a while. Yeah, they've been around since I was in college, actually. So 2008, I think they've been around since. That's that's the first time I discovered them. Was you were in? You were not in college in 2008. Oh, I'm sorry. 2012. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's sorry, easy sorry. to get mixed up. 2012 or 13 is when I uh, when I was yeah when I was working at that grocery store in San Diego. That was when I yeah. first stumbled across them, but um, they're fucked up. God said no to those. They sh- he should have. It's like they do. T- God's afraid to come down they here. Do, not, they do taste like cotton candy. Not for what he's done, but for what we've become. But they fucking look like grapes. They do look like grapes. They got to they gotta have like another thing, though, because that one's mango, apple, banana. This is grape, mm. cotton candy. No, no. Okay. It's a grape. It's got to look raisins? like something else. What if you turn those grapes into raisins? Oh. Okay. 
What's that process? He's got to, like, leave him out in the sun. I think so. Piss on him a little bit. <laughs> Get him a little moldy. <laughs> you got to pick the mold off first. You got to eat the mold. Penicillin. There we go. Mm-hmm. Now we're thinking with mm-hmm. our big boy brains. But, um, yeah, so that's cool. That They're just doing cool shit over there uh, with the fruit. I guess. The fruit. I wonder if it was an, a complete accident. It, it was. I mean, I'm not saying it was, but it was. Right? Yeah. There's no, that's too many steps. Some yeah. some guys like, I want it to be a mango that looks like an apple that tastes like a banana. It's like, no. I've seen the ones where they put like little molds on watermelons and they make them look like squares or Frankenstein heads. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. So that on oh, TikTok yeah. is really cool. Um, you know what this guy, he woke up one morning and he said, honey, today's the day. And she said, what are you talking about? And he said, I'm fucking tired. Of Roger at work, always making jokes when I'm eating those bananas. Mm. The jokes are the jokes are inappropriate. Yep, and I don't like it. And so he said, "I'm gonna go out to the old mango field, and I'm gonna make some mangoes that look like apples, but taste like bananas." And she, and she said, "Why don't you just make apples that taste like bananas?" He said, "Woman." <laughs> They're going to be mangoes. Or mangoes that taste like bananas. No, no, no. They got to look like apples. <laughs> Roger loves apples. That's the important step. She said, or you could stop eating the banana in one bite. One. You, you can you, bite. You can stop putting a shine on the banana when you're eating it. <laughs> He's like... You can stop doing that up and down motion. He's like, "How am I gonna get all the stringies off if I don't if I don't rub it down first? How am I supposed to? There's stringies on it, darling. How am I gonna get the stringies off? This is the dude that invented the the hot dog patty. Oh fuck that! <laughs> fuck that shit! I hate that. <laughs> anyway, um, I think I think we're caught up on all the news. Are oh, we? Oh no, we're not. You have one more. I got one more. Okay. Crypto trading hamster outperforms Bitcoin <laughs> Warren Buffett, Kathy Wood. What does that mean? You just said like uh, a well, couple of things about a hamster and Warren Buffett. A hamster who is in charge of uh trading, a crypto trading, uh outperformed some of the greatest minds of money. Oh no, do they have like a hamster like going back and forth on like some kind of like big circle and it decides like what crypto to buy pretty much his name is mr gox oh what's gox mean it's g-o-x-x i feel like that means something in uh in crypto world or 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 stock market world the only the only thing i know in stock market world is negative two thousand dollars because that's all i do well, they've got a good little diagram of his, the Gox box, the trading office, where it shows there's a camera, there's a uh, a wheel from the run-on with a wheel cam, uh, decision tunnel mm. to buy, oh, a decision tunnel to sell, oh yes, some stale stairs, a portal, and a flood a floodgate. What? Um. But yeah, I guess I don't know. He's got oh, he's got a little desk with uh, three monitors that are made of what appears to be like that that modeling wood. Um, this just goes to show you that basically the stock market is so fucking random 
that exactly. a hamster can decide because I've tried to play the stock market. I'm not I'm not at all you don't have to be smart you just have to be lucky you're right but like it's just bullshit because i've tried to like do some research and then they're like this company is super undervalued it's very good buy it buy it buy it and then i bought it for three months and lost four hundred dollars and i'm like and then i like go and i look and they go yeah actually it doesn't matter if it's undervalued it's whether people want to buy it oh yeah they're short selling it right now for no reason and like it's basically people with a lot of money get to control the market and they all fucking insider trade and they pretend they don't and they completely do and then the government's like we're okay with it because if we bust everybody then there is no stock market anymore but everybody fucking gets little hints and shit it's bullshit yeah no, that's a big scam but uh free martha stewart a- motherfuckers yeah, get her out of there already. Uh, there is a Twitch feed where you can watch Mr. Gox make his uh, stock trades. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Just got a little Tesla thing on the wall. Leave him off the foosball table. That's all I ask. Please, God. Please, for the fucking love of God. Let's do the stories. Okay, let's get into these because uh, you guys are all caught up. So let's just do this. Now, David, although we don't live in the same state anymore... We are co-parents, are we not? We are. Oh, you know what? You know, we talked about the wedding a little bit, but I think one of my favorite moments was when we were doing the um, the groomsmen photos, and uh, my our photographer said, uh, "Oh, if you guys have any props for like the individuals that you know, when I take photos with each groomsman, they say, oh, if you have any props or anything like that, you should go grab them." And so I I immediately told. Tobin to go grab Gary and so Tobin runs off and uh, we've got our photographer and our videographer an amazing uh, married couple and Tobin comes running back and uh, the videographer says what the fuck is that and I said oh that that's uh, that's Gary and he goes what is it and I go oh that's our haunted doll we bought off eBay and he was visibly upset about it and uh, the his wife, the photographer, said, "Oh, uh, his least favorite, the, his biggest fear is haunted dolls." <laughs> and so, I don't, you, you were because you were running towards us. You didn't hear them say no. this, but um, yeah. And he was like, "When you said go get Gary, I thought it was like a person or a dog or something." And he was not happy about uh, Gary there. His his camera shattered into a million pieces right when he took the first I, book picture. I'm pretty sure he walked away. But <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, he uh, he he snapped a couple pictures of us. They're on our Instagram. Um, she did. She did. Yeah, and they're very nice pictures of us of of us two dads with our with our beloved son Gary, the haunted doll. For those of you who are new listeners, we do have a haunted doll by the name of Gary. So, like I said, we are co-parents, and that's right. Yeah. We are proud papas of a little haunted boy named Gary who hatched out of an Amazon box wrapped in plastic bags just a couple years back. Today, he lives with me in Los Angeles, but occasionally gets a weekend with Daddy Davey like at his wedding in Montana like we just spoke of. Yeah. Well, today, I want to speak... I want to peek into the life of our son, Gary, and discuss not only an amazing retirement vacation spot for our boy, but also one of his idols, as today we dive into two little doll tales of the island of dolls and Letta, the Romanian beauty. So let's get into these stories today. We're going to start today with the island of dolls. So... 
In the mid-1900s, a man by the name of Don Julian Santana lived... Oh, there's a fucking fly, man. Oh, no. It's like... This is like the play. Did you leave a window open or something? I got... I got... I got bugs. God damn <laughs> I'm it. I'm bug man. <laughs> so, in the mid-1900s, a man by the name of Don Julian Santana lived in the borough of... Ooh, it starts with an X. Here we go. Hwak... Hwak... Is that how you do it? Hwako... Hwacho... Wat... I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Chimilico. When a word starts to the next, what's the noise you make? I believe it's like an S. No. Like, it's like a Mexican, like, town? I had a a friend in high school named uh, Suchi, and it started with an X. that That sounds Asian. It wasn't. Really? Suchi? Yeah. Oh, anyway, well, this is, I'm not going to say Sachamilco, Huacamilco, I'll just say. Huacamilco in Mexico City with his wife and his daughter. It's not documented what happened next, but Santana decided to leave his wife and daughter while he traveled to the outskirts of the city to an island of Teshuilio, uh, Oh, to an island on Teshuilio Lake located in the Huacamilio uh, canals. The reason for his abandonment is unknown, but it became pretty clear soon enough that Santana was not sound of mind as he began to spiral after making a discovery on his new island home. You see, soon after relocating to the island, he found the body of a young girl on the shore of his island. He pulled her from the water, and after inspecting the body, it was clear that the, that the young girl had drowned after being tangled in the lilies in the cold waters of the canal. The discovery devastated Santana, but minutes after pulling the girl from the water, something else came floating not far behind. David, can you guess what this is? I do not. A baby doll was said to be not far behind the young girl as they both drifted to the edge of the island. Santana pulled the doll from the water as well, but little did he know that would be the first of many dolls to grace the now supposedly cursed island. Because you see, not long after the discovery of the girl, happenings began to occur to Santana as he spent his days farming on the new piece of land. I feel like that's grounds for a nice curse. Yeah, that's 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 as good as it gets. Usually when a body washes up on my shore, I get my long stick. Push it right back out. I push it right back out. And I said, let the shrimp get you. Gotta wait for the high tide. You know you know why I let the shrimp get you? Because it make the sh- makes the shrimp real big and strong oh, and tasty. Oh, real big and strong. That's how you get jumbo shrimp from human flesh. <laughs> I threw the mountain from Game of Thrones in the water. The shrimp have never been bigger. Take it, King Crab. Oh, ooh, what about Spider Crab? Are those bigger than King Crab? You throw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the river. That's how you get <laughs> Spider Crab. That boy long. Very long. Both boys is long. The boys, the boys is long. The boy- Do you know the mountain cut a bunch of weight? Yeah, I saw it. I think he's boxing someone. 
Yeah. Anyway, so like I said, this guy's just just hoping for a curse, pulling dead little girls on his island and uh, baby dolls and stuff. It's just it's just scary. It's a scary time. But you know, he did the right thing. That's a that's the right thing to do. If it's a child, yeah. you don't push him. You don't use the stick. You hold the stick back. So he began to go into town and sell his vegetables, telling the locals about the strange events that plagued him ever since the young girl washed onto his shores. He didn't speak too in-depth about the strange events, other than referring to them as inexplicable situations. The one detail he did divulge was that he decided to hang the baby doll he found in the canal from a tree near where the girl was found in sign of respect. Uh, but also because he would hear cries at night saying, Quiero mi muñeca. Or, I want my doll. Oh. Quiero mi muñeca. Uh, that's good. Pretty good, right? Yeah. You know, some people can't roll their R's. I can't speak Spanish real, real well, but God darn can I roll an R. Roll an R. You're making me tear up. <laughs> so, so for the next 50 years, Santana. Oh, did we mention that he just he's hanging a baby doll from a tree? It's terrifying. It's it's this. It's the, did it did it specify how he's hanging it? Like is he hanging it like it's someone who's like been killed or like by like a hand? Like by someone an who just cut their wife's head off and needed eight cows. Okay. Yeah, you know. Did it specify though how, um, how he's hanging? I think he was just. Here's the thing about Santana. No, it doesn't say that, but there are many pictures, and it looks like a lot of oh. them are like, either just like it makes sense to hang them from the head. I mean, it just it just makes logical yeah. sense. But I think he's also kind of a nail it through the chest to a board type guy too. Okay, you know how you do to just make dolls even more terrifying. Yeah, you put a lot of because you're gonna miss a few, so you're gonna put a lot of nails in. You know, if like if Sid from Toy Story opened up a fucking mm. resort in Mexico. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing instead of, right instead now. Instead of playing quarterback in Las Vegas. Uh, Rich Gannon. <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> okay. I went back 20 years. So, for the next 50 years, Santana would scrounge for dolls in the canals and dumpsters to hang from the foliage of the island uh, uh, in a sign of res- not only a sign of respect for the drowned girl, but also as protection from the very same spirit because he believed that the little girl was not completely vengeful, but he said like weird shit would happen on the Island all the time. So he would just have to put those up to be like, I got you your doll, please like, don't hurt me. Like, leave me alone. You could play with all these dolls. It was almost like a distraction or something. Yeah. So over the years, the doll count grew and grew, eventually becoming known to the locals as the Island of Dolls, as literally hundreds of doll heads, torsos, limbs, and hair littered the trees and buildings of the island. Lovely. So just like a complete nightmare, I think. If like, Sounds like home. Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> A clean little baby doll is scary, but like a dumpster baby doll with like one eye, like a weathered doll. Is there anything worse than like a baby doll when like the eyelid don't work no more and it's drooping? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Scary. So Santana's family and acquaintances never knew if the young girl, if the young drowned girl was a figment of Santana's imagination or if the events actually took place. 
but that didn't matter once Santana was reported missing one day in 2001 when he decided not to come into town to sell his vegetables. After a few locals went to the island to check on him, what they found chilled them to their core. Santana was found dead, floating in the canal among the lilies, the exact same spot where he claimed to have found the little drowned girl years before. The island still dons the hundreds of doll parts now in memory of not only the little girl, but of Santana too. You know, that's what kind of happens when you abandon your kid and family and you go live on an island and then you find a dead little girl and she got a doll. (laughs) It's very specific, but I'm just saying that's what happens. You got to like realize when you, you, when that happens, it's like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Like when do you cut your losses? Right? Yeah. It's just not good. Do you have to divulge to somebody if the house is haunted? I know it's ethical I, to do that, but if like I'm trying to sell you an island, like I'm gonna play that close to the vest. I'm gonna lose at least a hundred thousand dollars on that transaction if I start divulging haunts. Well, you could, but you also could almost make more money if you find the right buyer. Ooh, I like the way you think. Because someone might want to open like a haunted resort and like make a whole thing out. Because I'd right. go to a haunted resort. You're right. But it does make the market a lot smaller, so that guy can undercut you. He's like, "Oh, no one else wants this. Uh, he, he's got to play. He's got to play his his interest way down." I'm like, oh, what is, Damn. what is this place? Oh, it's haunted. You know, I don't know if I like haunted so much. Why do you have a That's skull true. on your on your crotch as a as a pair of underwear? Oh, that. Mm. Yeah, I went through a goth phase in high school. <laughs> Couldn't find my other belt. This is this is my bass guitar made with my uncle's skull. <laughs> it's what he wanted. It's not me. It's not for me. It's for him. Don't open the mouth. That's how I pee. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That would be pretty. Not cool. Not a human skull. Of course not. Zippers are overrated. Except for like that murderer guy. Maybe his skull. Yeah. But not on me. <laughs> not on no. I don't know if he'd be able to pull it off. Yeah. Oh, I could pull it off. Oh, you're going to hate the way I look when I pull it off. I guarantee it. So, like I said, Doll Island, you can still you can still you can still visit Skull Island, uh, Skull Island. Fuck me. Now I got skulls on the mind. Big monkey. <laughs> so, you can still visit Doll Island. It's actually just like south of Mexico City. One of our buddies was just in Mexico City. Sam, he was. Sam Skolnick was just in Mexico City. And I'm kind of upset he was filming a commercial. But I was kind of upset he didn't. They didn't. It was actually for luggage. So Was it? I didn't realize what he was doing a commercial. So was like, he was on episode what? Like 26? Yeah. It was back, it was back in the day. It was a while Maybe ago. He, he had actually had one of the better stories any of our guests ever brought. He had a good, he, he had a good story, but uh, yeah. I was kind of bummed because it was supposed to be about travel, and I feel like they could have really capitalized on traveling to Dole Island. But you know, that's for another commercial, another day. So yeah. the next story I want to tell you about is uh, of of one of Gary's idols, ancestors, possibly, but just overall great haunted doll. And it's not Robert. We've talked about Robert before. David has brought up Robert. Robert is one of those ones that uh, a little little malicious bastard, but uh, 
you can't speak ill of him or he'll fuck you up or something like that. That's true. Yeah, I know. We love, we love Robert. Yeah, I was talking about Everybody different Robert. Robert. I was talking about like yeah. a, yeah, guy that sold me that island, Robert. But yeah. this guy, his name is, or her name is, I think it's a guy, Letta. So let's get into it. The year was 1970 in the town of Wagga Wagga. I like that. I want to move there. Yeah, I feel like a bunch of Muppets live there. Or uh, Fraggle Raggle Rock. Oh, yabba dabba doo. So, the year was 1970 in the town of Wagga Wagga in the rural uh, New South Wales. So, uh, that's in Australia. You know, like New York, but they got New South Wales. So, when a man... Because I thought it was Wales, and I was like, oh, yeah, Wales. It's... That confused me. It's first, New Wales. Yeah. It's New Wales, you know? Yes. So it was 1970 when a man by the name of Kerry Walton decided to explore an abandoned house with his brother. You see, the house had a reputation in the town as being haunted and was a point of great interest and tension to many of the folks in town, including Kerry and his brother. As Kerry and his brother entered the dilapidated home, they began to explore, and what they soon found would change their lives forever. As Carrie began to walk across the bent and broken floorboards of the house, he spotted something that terrified him. Laying under the floorboards, never, you never get anything under the floorboards. Yeah, it's unless it's a brick of gold. Ugh. Haunted brick even of then, gold. Even then, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you grab a brick of gold, I feel like a puff of green smoke's gonna fall, come right out of there. It was booby trap. You never get a brick of gold without paying a consequence. If you see something expensive, something shiny, something cool, you let somebody else pick it up first. Yeah, and then you kill them. That, that see, there or no, they'll die. Yeah, it's booby trapped. Yeah, where you kill them? <laughs> so. So laying under the floorboards, uh, what he originally thought to be a dead child was actually two dead children. (laughs) Just kidding. It wasn't. (laughs) Just kidding. What lay under the floorboards was a tiny figure of a person. As he reached in and lifted it from its hiding place, he saw that the little figure was that of an old doll. The doll was wearing a tiny, formal green outfit with little black shoes. Well, that's the berries and cream guy. Fuck. Dude, TikTok's going crazy with the berries and cream guy right now. Um, that's one of those That's one of those trends that upsets me because I remember in like... You remember? God, when that, first, that commercial first came out, I remember my friend and I would just watch that on YouTube yeah. over and over again, laughing so hard. I, we love that video. I would, I would, I still do that bit to Katie before I blew up on TikTok and I was like... I'm a little little bear, and she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Don't worry, I was a kid who was like religiously watched TV, and that was something that like stuck out to me." Also, the oh, yeah. the funny Altoids commercials I loved. There's one really good Altoid commercial of a guy going to an African village and giving like the out uh, tangerine sour Altoids to them. And then they launched him off like a like a springboard, and it was like a dummy, and he like fell. He launched up, and he hit the ground really hard, and then he like got up, and it looked seamless, and it was really yeah. really funny to me. I think they played it during the Super Bowl. I loved it. You know, you know what my favorite part of the berries and cream thing was what? The part when he like screams, hmm. when he goes like, oh, 
He comes. He comes. A little bit. He he, he creams. He cummed. These berries did a little cream. I mean, I think. Do they still sell berries and cream Starburst? Uh, it's gonna make I a comeback now. You, oh, for Starburst sure. is like find They're that if they find that guy. They're like, he's homeless. Was it Starburst or was it and Skittles? Dead. Oh, that's Starburst. Okay. Yeah. So I don't even know what the product was. I just remember loving that song. Yeah, it was just good. It's a <laughs> you could call it a song, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like I said, berries and cream guy is underneath the floorboards as the doll was wearing a tiny formal green outfit with little black shoes and white painted wooden legs sticking out of them. Although the body was somewhat normal for that of a doll, the face is what intrigued Carrie. A large grinning wooden smile, a large nose, angry slanted eyebrows, a crown of long wavy brown hair, and two large soulless eyes looked back at the man that had just disturbed its resting place. Honestly, holy shit, I'm beginning to think more and more that this is fucking berries and cream guy. Wait, let uh, I gotta show you this guy. I know what he looks like. You know what Letta looks like? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Bears and Cream guy. No, we all know what Bears and Cream guy looks like. This is Letta, though. Look at Letta right here. <laughs> oh, holy fuck. How, how, just how, how do you, how do you find that over the floorboards and, and think that's decide a good idea? To, to pick it up? Yeah, it's, uh, it's terrifying. He looks like he look to me. He looks like uh like the leprechaun from the movies Leprechaun, like uh, the horror movies. Warwick Davis. Before, he looks like the leprechaun in his teen years before he got all crusty and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is leprechaun before he became gross leprechaun. This is healthy leprechaun. Yeah. This is juice yeah. diet leprechaun. I just don't understand how you find that under the goddamn floorboards and pick it up. I know. Well, worth a lot of money, you know. You got to grab it when the getting's grabbing. I can't think of many other things that I would find under the floorboard that I'd like. Like what else I would see that I would say to myself I wouldn't pick up besides that. Yeah, I think I leave like most dolls and toys at the abandoned house. Not my style, but teach their own. Because Like a sword? Yeah, I'll pick up a sword. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, then you got to be a fucking prophet or something, right? Yeah. You you have to lead us, and you're like, oh man, it's bound to me. I have to wear it to work and shit. You have to lead us into battle, and you're like, I'm Can't just fly again. I'm just an accountant. <laughs> oh, it's bound to your hand. <laughs> Cut off your wiener. So just trying to take a piss. As Carrie and his brother took the doll and shoved it into a sack, as they ventured on their long drive home to Brisbane. During the long drive, they decided to give the doll. What did you just call that? Brisbane, Brisbane, Brisbane. So, I there's a town in in uh, Northern California near uh, San Francisco called Brisbane. Yeah, which I was. I'm sure there is. I was fucking like I lived there when I was like two. Anyway, uh-huh. fuck you. So <laughs> during the long drive, they decided to give uh, the doll a name and a perfect name. They thought of as they noticed the doll in the back seat of the car. <laughs> making noises and moving inside the brown sack they had placed him in. After making jokes about the doll's feeble attempts to escape by both men jokingly yelling, Letta me out! They decided to name the doll Letta 
They're they're really just walking the tightrope. I know. They're really trying to piss this thing off. So, although the men found the doll to be funny, the family of Carrie did not whatsoever. As it was said that once back in Brisbane, at Carrie's home, Letta would move around on its own accord as they would hear strange noises at night. If that wasn't strange enough, though, strange scuff marks apparently left from the doll's shoes were found around the house each morning. Letta even had a strong effect on some people, as it was said that the doll's presence caused sick feelings, fainting, or even strong emotional responses in some people. Animals, namely dogs, would even try to bite and attack it. Well, that's just a toy. (laughs) Give me that squeaky toy. Give me the old clickety clackety toy. I mean, not only is it a toy, but it's made of wood, too. I mean, what do you expect? That dog just wants a chew toy. Um, so as the strange events occurred more and more frequently, Carrie became, became curious about the doll's origins and decided to do some research. Carrie brought the doll to experts and they were able to date the doll at around 200 years old by analyzing some nails uh, held under the doll's feet. It was also uh, speculated that the doll had been handcrafted somewhere in Eastern Europe, likely Romania, judging by the doll's, I don't know if I can say this, gypsy-like appearance? Is that not... I feel like 200 years ago, referring to like that kind of thing, it's okay? Yeah? I don't know. I don't know either, but if we, like you said... If we offended you, we're sorry. Yeah. We're just reading what it said. Yeah, they wrote it. We didn't write this. Um, and the horrifying cherry on top is that the doll's hair was made of human hair. Oh, God damn it. You done put the hair on the doll? That's not you, That's not. You good. can't go putting the hair on the doll. That's the one thing we don't do no more with the hair on the doll. It's the first step. You can't do it. Rebecca, what are you doing? I'm just plucking. Just plucking. What you doing with the hair, Rebecca? Did they confirm what part of the body the hair came from? Crouch. <laughs> That's an old muff hair doll. Yeah, <laughs> a little afro. Little little stringies. It's a little curly cute. Yeah, a little curly baby. Oh. Look like uh I can't think of a doll with curly hair, but that's probably for look, the best. Look like look like Annie. Yeah, there we go. I was gonna say like a strawberry shortcake, but I don't know if strawberry shortcake had curly cues. She had a strawberry hat on. She had hair underneath the hat. Yeah, but you can't tell. Don't make me fucking up. Strawberry shortcake. I don't. I don't think she had curly doll, hair. Doll, not Wavy the food. Hair. Okay, they really. Oh, wavy. Okay, she had bang. It's wavy. Oh, she bad? She, you know, I love a baddie of freckles. <laughs> a couple freckles, some blue baby, some baby blues, and some freckles. Oh fuck! Some bangs. Hmm. Strawberry shortcake, a baddie. I looked at her and went, hmm, "You bad for my health." And I'm talking about just the <laughs> dessert. Anyway, so oh, I. No, no, strawberry shortcake is clearly over 20 years old at this point, right? Yeah. It, nah, 30. Yeah, it might be from the 70s, 40. honestly, so yeah. that's a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
You heard it here first, people. Strawberry shortcake's a MILF. So, now that the physical side of Leto was solved, the spiritual side needed some investigating as they took the wooden doll to a psychic. The psychic came up with some compelling information, though, which has been reiterated by other psychics throughout the years. So, you know, like, if, like, numerous psychics are spitting out the same facts, you got yourself a haunted doll with a past. So, mm-hmm. it is said that the doll is actually inhabited by the spirit of a young boy who died a long time ago. Dun dun dun. From oh, shit. from drowning. Oh. Why everybody drowning and going into dolls? Hey, ours was shot in the back by Paul. That's true. Gary, we were talking about, of course, not a little girl in the in the in the canal but gary was shot we don't know if pa shot him but he died in a hunting accident no pa shot him i was there i don't want to get it was just him and pa let's say alleged just in case pa's listening but uh (laughs) true but like i was saying um yeah he drowned bad daddy went to the doll it is also speculated the doll may have been created in this boy's likeness which is terrifying scary little boy an ugly little boy little boy big nose little boy scared boy so carrie was even allegedly told by the psychic he would never be separated from the doll and this remains true even through many years and numerous high bidding offers so he still has never sold the doll um okay the doll still remains with carrie and his family and it even uh and is even toted today as a good and friendly spirit that is said to bring luck to those around it. But if you want to know for yourself, might as well take a trip down to the land down under to get a photo op with Letta for the affordable price of five bucks. And maybe, just maybe, a little piece of your soul. Ooh. So that's uh that's Letta the Haunted Doll. See, David, you know what our problem is? We just haven't marketed Gary enough because we haven't pushed him. We haven't pushed him to the brink yet. Yeah, I feel like everyone's just like really just like banking in on these haunted dolls that they find in and stuff like that. But like, yeah, Gary's like not only haunted, but like he's got that X factor. He's cute. He does. He's talented. He's fashionable. Fashion. You said it. And he photographs. The worst well. thing. The worst thing we've ever done to little. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. The worst thing we ever did. Don't bring that up. Please don't bring that up. I mean, immediately when we got (laughs) him, we did a little pecker check. But besides that. (laughs) I don't know. (sighs) What are you packing? There's nothing wrong with two paws doing a pecker check on this. I just want to see if my boy is healthy. Turn your head and cough. David did the pecker check. Last time I was with David, second to last time I was with David in person, he got drunk and I looked over and Gary had no clothes on. Was that before or after I threw him at you? Yeah, it was. I had to redress him and then you threw him at me. <laughs> this is this is the thing. I'm like I'm like a single mother over here. For the record, Gary asked me to throw him at you. Did he ask you to undress him? Yeah. It was a party. It's a party animal. He's a little party boy. He was like, I. you told him that MILF was there. Yeah. Strawberry? I told him Strawberry's coming over soon, so. <laughs> He's like, help me get it all He's out. Like, help me get these fucking overalls off, man. 
come on, be a bro. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's the story oh. of uh, them, them dolls. We them dolls, you know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you do now. I'm going to start ours. Um, I'm especially going to start ours. Start start the next one here. Oh, okay. I'm gonna open open a drink because this one's this one's rough. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna throw out a warning. Now I want wine. What are you cracking over there, buddy? No, you don't worry. Don't worry about it. I don't want to tell you what I'm drinking. What do you I, say? It. You could have just lied. I know what you're drinking though. It's white claw. Damn, you fit. Well, I it was it's all it's the only thing I had. Okay. Why are you shitting on white claw, dog? Would you a truly guy? No, it's, it's it's not that bad. Are you truly guy? Are you truly guy? No. What are you? No. What are you? When it comes to seltzers, yeah. I actually like the Topo Choco. Is that what you said? I don't know what that is. Topo Chico, Topo Chico. Yeah, that. That's not a Topo seltzer. Chico. I thought it was like a sparkling water. It is. They do have a seltzer. Though. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about yeah. that. So, yeah, I'm going to throw out a uh, little bit of a warning on this one because it is brutal and it's real, 100% real. Wait, can I get wine um, then? Because this sounds fun because I usually tell the sure, brutal Sure, go ahead, get wine. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep talking. Yeah, keep talking. Um, keep talking. Yeah, no, someone someone left uh, some White Claws in my house. So, I'm going to – I mean, I didn't have anything else to drink, so I'm going to drink them. I'm just burning time. <sighs> How long is this going to take him? I can hear it. I can still hear the cricket, by the way. Daddy wine. Anybody want to take a quick guess at what uh, wine he's drinking? Cause that's a throwback. Three, two, one. It's Bogle, baby. Bogle Vineyards. Drink your Bogle. Be happy with your Bogle. Okay, I'm back. What's you want to be Bogle. What's this is the worst episode we've ever recorded. No, it's the best. People <laughs> like it. They like the raw, unfiltered. People want to know. They want to feel like they're with us. You, you, you in your car. Man, woman, or yeah. child, you are with us. <laughs> so yeah, you are. I'm our just friend. gonna get. It. I'm. I'm gonna get into this. And again, um, this is a pretty brutal story in a way, and it's all completely real. And honestly, this was the first time I've ever uh, researched and wrote a story where I almost like gave up halfway through because I just couldn't like mentally deal with it okay in a way and like and tell them that like this story reflects your values and your principles and like what you find uh fun and you know all that stuff oh i don't find any of this fun no yeah, but you t- but tell them how like you, like you idolize these people in the story who do the bad things and like you're a horrible person too and like yeah just like no i i watched the videos on this what? <laughs> okay start telling it let's hear it yeah i love all when right, david so gets me- dark i'm i'm always the dark one with with Halloween right around the corner, uh, I decided to talk about an unusual topic. Uh, let me ask you: Do you like a good haunted house? No, I hate them. No, I fucking well, no, I love haunted. Well, houses. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like a real haunted house, like a house that you buy and there's like ghouls in the basement that kill your kids. Wait, did you uh, say I'm not talking, a? Oh, wait, wait. Which one are you talking about? You're not talking about a real haunted house. No, I'm talking about the type you go and you pay to go through, and there's like actors. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, today I'm going to talk about the world's most intense haunted house that you can pay to walk through, or dare I say, run through. And uh, this is the McCammy Manor. Did you talk about McCammy Manor already? I have not. You haven't? No. Okay. I think I know why you're thinking, uh, why it sounds familiar to you. Okay. And that is because there was a segment 
on it on uh, Dark Tourist. Dark Tourist. I'm a big fan of Dark Tourist, as we all know. I've never watched it. I watched the part um, where they talked about this, and it was very short because the host was like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, no, he he was like... Most people are like. Did you watch? Did you watch the, the episode? I'm assuming you did. It's like the last episode. So here's the thing. I've watched a couple documentaries on McCamey Manor, and okay. I, because it used to be in San Diego, correct? Mm-hmm. And that's where I went to school. So it was there when I went to school there. So I heard about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. But even then, the the waiting list was really long. Yeah. So, no, I'll talk about all. Yeah, that. I'll, I'll I'll let you go. I digress. So yeah, let's go ahead and rip their. Uh, bio straight from their website which is uh be warned mccammy manor is not your standard boo yeah they added a boo in there a uh, haunted house Did they? this is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie this is a rough intense and truly frightening experience you must be in all capitals great health to participate Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McCanny Manor. Uh, new for 2020, so you know, they haven't updated. Uh, I wonder how COVID has affected them. Uh, uh, if you if McCanny, you come with a COVID uh, test, I feel like you're fine, right? Probably. And if he's like, I don't have COVID. But also, this guy. Do you think this guy's a vax? Oh, vaccine? oh, fuck, dude, that guy is off the grid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, new for 2020, McCammy uh, Manor presents Descent, the next evolution in interactive survival horror theater. Understand that each tour will be different based upon your personal fears and can last up to six hours. So the previous ones were eight, by the way. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach your personal breaking point. Do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything that cannot get wet. This can be a this can be an aggressive experience, and our actors will come in contact with you. You cannot in any way return the contact. If anyone becomes rowdy, pushing, shoving, running, they will immediately be removed. No questions asked. Anyone that has been drinking alcohol or taking drugs will not be allowed into the haunt and will be asked to leave the property. Uh, at check-in, you will be required to show ID. The waiver process for descent will last two hours, uh, one performance only per week, year-round. Specific requirements must be met in order to take the tour. Think about the average 10 to 20-minute haunt or theme park at Halloween and what you've experienced. Would it... <laughs> was it really interactive and scary uh at the new mckinney manor you will experience thrills that you have never seen before you will be tested to your every core if things become too much you can always quit if we let you mm. so uh, yeah the, as we we're saying it used to be in san diego and the new location of this attraction is located in lawrence county tennessee yes and uh, you might be wondering, how is a haunted house worthy of being talked about on our podcast? Well, that's because every year, an average of seven people are never seen again. What? Um, 
You did a little double take there. I'm kidding. I was about to be uh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, are you yeah. kidding me right now? Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but just to make a picture, uh, let's take a look at the requirements that are mandatory. We kind of talked about some of them, um, uh, but for participating before, in the house. I, before I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it yet. But I have a lot of uh, opinions and uh, and theories about this whole yeah. situation that I will go into when you allow me to, because I will not see. This was also, this was part of the reason why I picked this was because I figured you knew about it and I figured it would uh, leave a lot of room for discussion. Oh yeah. Towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, these are the uh, mandatory requirements. Uh, number one, a 21 and above or 18 and older with parents approval. Number two, completed sports physical and doctor's letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared. I did know they did that. You had to come with like a doctor's physical to make sure. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I want to say so many things, but I don't want to steal your don't. thunder right now. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck shut up. Shut up. Number three, pass a background check provided by the manor. Uh, number four, be screened via FaceTime or phone whenever they want to call you. Who? So they can call you when, like the manor. They they can FaceTime you or call you whenever to screen you. Oh, I see. I see. So they catch you off guard. Uh, number five, proof of medical insurance. Sketchy. Uh, six, sign a detailed 40-page waiver, which I tried to find a copy of, and they do not provide it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did hear some of it. Uh, seven, pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. And in quotes, show. So, yeah, this isn't a fucking joke at all. They take it pretty seriously. Um, and this is the warning page on their website. Uh, be warned, McCammy Manor is not your standard. Oh, wait, fuck. I copied and paid the, pasted this up above, and I forgot to delete. <laughs> this is my haunted house. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, on their website, they have a tab, which I'm looking at while I'm writing this and looking. And there are five videos... And the first one is an hour and 48 minutes long. Um, so this one will take longer than I ever intended to write. Uh, <laughs> I, I clicked on that one in the video. The owner of the manor says, I legally need you to watch this over and over again. So I'm going to skip it. Uh, amazingly enough, though, uh, I actually decided to watch a two hour fucking video while, you know, skipping around here and there. But mm. I watched a lot of this, and my god, it's fucking awful. The things I watched were the wor- some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. It's uh, uh, I've seen I've seen some. It's crazy because he's he's filming it, or they're filming it. Via, there's, yeah, there's I think there's at least like three cameras. I think he puts like a, a camera on he has your like head, a and he puts or does he just have one? The on one him? I. The one I watched that he has like a GoPro stat, like attached to him. And then and there's then a there's camera like person. Another camera. There's a camera person. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this this two hour video I watched. So um, so are you was on Yeah, I want you to get into are you gonna tell them about like what happens inside? Yes. Okay. Well, to an extent. Okay. As far as I can. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, so the video I watched was a two hour long video of one individual person's experience. It was called it was like like her name was in the title. Like it was mostly following like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, God, I did not edit this good at all. Uh, like 
my like the ending thing I talk about is just right here right now. So I'm gonna delete <laughs> that real quick. Uh, I well, I took a lot of notes uh, while watching it, and I just did not delete things after I copied and pasted them lower in my writing. So yeah, I watched this fucking video. Um, the video I watched had three people sign up for the tour. One of them was like the main focus, but they, you know, they showed a lot for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, this whole video like followed the entire like process experience. process. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, uh, they were brought into what looked like a fucking public park that, uh, by Russ, the owner. Is this, is this, uh, from dark tourist? No. Okay. This dark is- tourist didn't dark tourist literally showed like the tip of the ice. No, I know, but it, it seemed like they went to a park as well. And that I, yeah. I've seen the videos of what he actually does and, yeah. and I've seen what they do on dark tourist too, but like, the dark tourist was nothing compared to this video. Yeah, I want to get into the beginning. I, I want to break down like like what you said in the beginning uh, when they go to the public park and they yeah. sign the waiver. Correct. That's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. No, I I meant I want to. <laughs> once you get into that, I want to I want to help. Yeah, I have comments. So yeah, uh, so they were taken there where they met Russ there. Actually, they weren't taken there. They met they met him there, uh, who's. You know, Russ is the owner of the operation and his henchmen. I couldn't really figure out how many of these fucking dudes, like actors, there were. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was at least like the camera person, and then I believe there were three others. One person was pretty much just picking on one one of the participants, and there might have been like a few other dudes who might have like came and gone. Like I don't know. Um, but yeah, so this one was this one did take place in San Diego. Um, so they, they forced these three people down a hill, uh, choked them, like choked, choked them, like to the point, like it looked like the fucking life was going out of these people's eyes, uh, slapped the shit out of them, punched them in the head, forced them underwater while like berating them. Is that the park? And... Yes. What? They went down this hill and there was like this big ass muddy pond. It was like black water, muddy pond. And they had them like sitting in the pond and they would just like shove them in the water and hold them under and then like pull them up and like make them read the waiver, 40 page waiver and like make them read it out loud. While they're reading out loud, they're just punching them in the head, slapping the head, like grabbing uh, like washcloths that they had fucking put in this nasty water and like shoving it in their mouths. They're like ripping the one guy was ripping the other guy's hair out. Just like grabbing it and just ripping his hair out, while they're making him read the fucking. They haven't even they haven't even signed the waiver yet, okay. and they're just getting the absolute shit kicked out. Okay, of so here's the thing: what I like you said, I didn't see that, but like what I saw from Dark Taurus was that like hold on, okay, no, 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 I, no. you can talk about yeah, Dark yeah. So what I saw in Dark Taurus is that they read the they read the um, the waivers and whatnot, and yeah. I heard it took a very long time. And my it takes two hours. Yeah, my theory was. First off, it just like it 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 pains you to to read all that like documentation, like all that yeah. legal jargon for that long. But I also think that and that that's like a part of the it's it's psychological torture. I so much so, of is it psychological. So I know I could never do this because like if you just got one of my like big fears, like you can like slap me or punch me or whatever like that and be like, "Oh, like I know this is temporary and like, oh, that's fine." But if you like 
See, I, you, I disagree. It, you can think that oh, no, this no. is just temporary. They are beating no, the shit out I'm of me. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm a, I'm a badass. I just mean like if you put me under the water and then like been like, we might not lift you up, that's enough to make me be like, fuck this. If some guy was like slapping me and was like, read this, I'd be like, oh, like I could suffer through this because I know I'm safe. But that moment yeah. where you can't breathe or you can't see and like you like I, I mean you'll get into what they're going to do later it, but i just believe yeah. the psychological part of it is such the the big like proponent that people don't really understand is that they go i love haunted house i love like he does like a slow like breakdown of your mind starting with that yeah. and then oh it's crazy there's like i think there's music he plays too correct and the videos there are i don't think there's any music like oh at the at the place at, in dark tourists before he brought them to the manor he put headphones, oh, yeah, he puts on headphones. yeah and he played like screaming or like you know it's like that wasn't yeah that wasn't in this two hour yeah one. but um it, were they also dressed in a like a onesie, onesie? Yeah. See, that's another weird thing about the psychological thing. I think my thinking behind it was that it gives them a false sense of security or it has something to do. This guy claims that it's not, but I think there might be like some kind of weird sexual thrill out of this. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. But continue please because i'm curious about this i didn't know that he's doing this in a public park you can't do that shit <laughs> that's what confused the fuck out I of mean, me they're like can, in a public goddamn but... park but i also so like during this whole part intro part when there's kicking the shit out of him i mean to his credit the entire time he's doing it i can't tell you how many times he stops and says like are you, are you sure you want to do this yeah yeah are you sure you want to do this why are you doing this like, why would you want to do that? Like, he's trying to talk them out of it, like, the whole time. That's psychological, and, like, these people too. just stay true. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah. So, he, uh, yeah. So, this, like, went on forever. And it's, like, a two-hour thing where they're just, like, kicking the shit out of these people and, like, messing with their minds, too. Like, there's one lady that's, like, on the verge of crying. And they're just, like, why are you, why are you laughing? Stop laughing and like slapping her in the face. And she's like not smiling and laughing mm. like quit smiling like over and over and over again and like choking her and then holding her underwater. It's in fucking sane. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a lot. like I did like this watching this, like honestly, like fucked me up. It was just so insane to know that these people signed up for it. Yeah. And for, uh, hold on. Yep. Don't go further. <laughs> stopping, uh, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. So then, like, after this, they, like, they, like, force them into, like, a tunnel. um, Like, like a sewage tunnel. and Still uh, at the park. Still at the park. Okay. What's well, in the, the little pond had a sewage tunnel, mm-hmm. and they forced them through it. They, like, grabbed one chick's hair and, like, pulled on the top of the goddamn sewage tunnel one guy's like standing on it and they're like slapping her in the face. Mm. And so like they start to tie them up and stuff and like blindfold them with duct tape. So they're wrapping duct tape around their entire head, like eyebrows. I saw that hair. Yeah. Everything like, and one dude was a real asshole about it. Cause he just like wrapped this lady's hair up and duct tape, like a fucking spike. Like it was like a goddamn tornado, just like all of her hair and duct tape. Uh, 
then they uh, they transported them in a truck. And again, like I had to skip around a lot. I was there's no way I was gonna watch this whole thing for two hours. Like there's no way. So I skipped around quite a bit. Um, but they put them in like a, a truck, like dragging them up the hill by their hair and shit. Uh, and, like in the truck, they were blindfolded, but they were like filling their mouths with like some sort of black ink, Ugh. like a black dye. And they were like gagging and like spitting it up, and they just like kept like pouring the shit in their mouth, and they were just like screaming. That's another thing that I don't really fuck with is that like, you know, like force feed. Yeah, kind if of you thing. like shot me with a paintball gun, that's fine. But like, if you start like putting shit in my mouth, I'm like, you know what? Like, th- that's kind of the yeah. line. You know, like he knows yeah. like people's biggest insecurities. I feel like a lot of people just go like, I don't like being just dis- like blindfolded, like shit in my mouth, like held underwater like those are like huge fears you know like tight spaces like put me in a fucking coffin or something like that like jesus christ oh yeah no i mean i'm for me like like i don't know if i'd physically be able to like not fight back i know right instinctual yeah uh so like on like this shit should not be allowed on youtube at all my my search algorithm is in shambles right now (laughs) I'm so fucked. I'm absolutely fucked. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. I'm so fucked. Uh, I, I actually apologized to Riley. Uh, we we when we ate dinner tonight. She's like, "Oh, you want to like watch a YouTube video while we eat dinner?" And I was like, "Before before I open it up, like, I'm sorry if anything fucking crazy like is recommended." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And then like I ended up like ex- telling her this story. And like leaving a lot of it out because we were eating dinner, mm-hmm. but like yeah, of course, and she, yeah, it was bad. Uh, so the next part, uh, due to their attempt to keep things secret, was completely blacked out. So all I got was like the sound, the audio, which was like all you'd hear is like two women and a man screaming in agony, and being like, "No, no, no, stop, stop, stop!" and like screaming, as other people are like do what the fuck we say and like just beating the shit out of them the only thing i could really get from is i think it was uh like it revolved around like freezing cold water so i don't know if they were like forcing them into ice water oh yeah dunking them or something but like so yeah they kept that part secret just for like anybody that like you can't know everything because it's the site it's the not seeing the monster makes it scarier you know exactly uh so as you could imagine the physical toll that has been like put on them, you know, let alone from their mental state. Um, they try to do something that's really fucked up and they try to turn the three guests on each other. They try to make them like hate each other. See, I like that. I, I kind of more psychological. Shit. Yeah. I kind of love the psychological aspect of this. It's so fascinating, it's but like it's super yeah. fucked up, but it's also like they signed up for it. So it's like, you yes. know, he's like, why, why do you guys want to do this? And they're like, we want to. And he's like, Okay, I'm going to make it so you don't want to. Like, yeah. You know? And, like, they kept asking, like, who's your best friend? And they'd be like, you, Russ. And he's like, who's your other best friend? And they, like, name each other. Mm. And he, like, kept telling them, like, oh, you can't get through this without each other. You have to rely on each other. And, like, so, yeah. Then they try to turn each other against each other by, like, forcing them to decide who gets their hair and eyebrows shaved off. And, uh, they make, they make one girl make the decision. You know, they're like playing with him. Like, Oh, who's it going to be? Like, who do you think it should be? And then they're like, you get to pick who it is. 
and she, uh, you know, she says like the guy, because mm-hmm. he already had like a buzz cut, whatever. Yeah. Like obviously, like for the most part, like in normal culture shit, like guys were just like, like shave my head. Yeah. Because girls like have like you know their long beautiful hair that they've been growing out for fucking years. It's like yeah, shave my fucking head. Yeah. And uh, they don't stop there. Uh, they they make her. Yeah, they they she burns his pubes they, they off. They got his they got his curly cues and fucking made him strawberry shortcake too. Yeah, put him on his head. Uh, but so she uh, they make her shave the guy's head. Okay. And so she's like sobbing and like shaving off. I'm I don't I can't say for sure, but I kind of had the idea that um the guy one of the girls and the guy were a couple, mm-hmm. and then there was like the one other lady that they didn't know. Yeah. And so it seemed like they're making like the girlfriend shave the boyfriend mm-hmm. and, uh, and then they made her shave the other lady's fucking head into the nastiest fucking skull you've ever seen. What? Like a buzz cut on top, like long around the side. Oh, like oh, did you call it a skullet? Yeah. Skullet. I thought you just said she shaved her head and she had the nastiest fucking skull underneath. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> poor lady. <laughs> She looked like Sloth's head, like, hey, you no, no, guys, no. like a big pointy head. No. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, so they 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 had the one girl do that to the two, and oh. then after that, they were like, what was that? I, can't, I hit the microphone, sorry. Oh. All this trauma's uh, got me in trauma mode. Yeah, uh, so then after she shaves both, the, like, all their hair off and shit, they're like, all right, do you want to do it to her? And they're like, no. And like it was like a test to see if they like if they like resented her for like doing it. Yeah. And they like stayed true, like, no, we don't want to do Hell it. Oh yeah. Um so believe it or not, the Skullet lady was a returning guest. Okay, so she's getting some sexual satisfaction out of this too. <laughs> yeah. She wanted a haircut, free haircut. Well, no, she didn't because you know, she attempted it once before. And she put up a huge fight the first time. They did a flashback oh. of them cutting her hair, which they did. And uh, they did it in a more tasteful way that time. Like, they, like, put this, like, fucking gel in her hair that, like, was it was, like, rock hard. Mm. It was in a spike. They just, like, put this bitch's hair in a spike. I don't know. And they just snipped it off. And the whole time, they had to, like, tie her down, put a gag on her. And she was screaming, like, don't cut my hair. Don't cut my hair. And they just... They, like, cut her hair and just, like, put it next to her. Oh. And she's, like, screaming. So this time, they, the first time it was, like, maybe, like, it wouldn't be that bad afterwards, like, easy fix. This time, they fucking buzzed the top of her head. <laughs> oh, no. So she had to have been pissed off this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and again, I've said this before, but I had to skip around for my own fucking mental health. Uh, so I'm sure I missed a few things. Uh, Can you send me this video? Sure. I'm sick and twisted. Uh, I miss. I I know I missed some things because the guy quit. Oh, after really? The hair thing for me. Yeah, he was out. Um. So then there were just the two girls. This is when I really wasn't sure if I could handle this. This is like the tipping point. <laughs> oh, so yeah, God. they're just the two girls, and this is when Joe Rogan stepped into the room. And uh, by that, I mean they start eating some really nasty shit. Oh, 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 okay. I was going to bring this up. What I 
what I saw on a video, I, you said eating nasty shit, but... Hold on, let me get through this, then you can bring up what you saw, because okay, it's the same thing. fine. So, oh God, again, the, the torturers um, decide to force the ladies to decide who has to eat the nasty-ass shit. And uh, this time they were both like, no, she eats it. And the other girl's like, no, she eats it. And like, it's brutal. And uh, so the first thing they made him eat looked like a like a black rotten egg. Mm. That, they didn't really say what they were forcing like them to eat. Like a hundred year egg, a hundred year old egg. God, it looked so fucking gross. Which uh, they made her, instead of just eating it whole, they made her bite it in half. I mean, it's hard. Which is ten times worse. It's hard to eat a hard-boiled egg by itself. I eat them sometimes, oh, but God, like they're hard. I fucking hate eggs. They're hard. I hate eggs. Let alone a black 1,000-year-old one or the 100-year-old egg. Dude, it was – oh, it looked so gross. And so she ate half of it, and it didn't go so well, and she got sick and started to vomit. Oh. Nasty, right? Oh, gross. Well, then they made the girl throw up in the other girl's hands and forced her to eat the other girl's vomit. And they show all this, and it's all over her face. I can't do that because of COVID now. It was at this point I almost said, fuck the podcast. Like, I'm done. Like, it's gone too long. It's gone too far to the point that I can't find any other story but to talk about women being force-fed other women's vomit. But when Steve-O does it, it's funny. <sighs> Dude, it was so bad. It was so, I, like, honestly, it... it, it it, it was the worst thing I'd ever watched. Um, I know I feel but, bad for you, David, but there are two women eating each other's puke right now, so I feel worse for them. Well, obviously. It was <laughs> all over her fucking face. Oh, dude. It's so fucking bad. Uh, so Think of this podcast as a way to get details without having to watch that horrible shit. Well, don't worry. It got better. Okay. Um, Again, I'm like clicking, like skip, t- like ten seconds, like a fucking madman, just trying to get past this. Goddamn lady had puke on her face the whole time. Are we still like, in the eating? Every time, are we still in the eating mode right now? Oh yeah. Okay. Still in the eating. Okay. Uh, God, that's so bad. <laughs> so, um, it got better. Um, then they pulled out this ridiculous looking little dollar store cauldron. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was full of what I call whatever the fuck that is. Um, but if I had to guess what it was, it was some sort of animal intestine marinating in blood. Oh. It, yeah, they forced them to eat that too. Um, oh. Which they were like stuff it. They were like stuffing it in her mouth, and she was like spitting it out. And they would like slap her in the face and like stuff more in. Like, don't you spit up your good food and like punching her in the fucking head, stuffing the shit in her fucking mouth. Again, these people are here completely on their own will. Um, God damn. Uh, yeah, it, yes, it gets worse. Then they pulled out what looked like um, two late boiled eggs. Wait, and what more I eggs? Mean, what I mean by that was that these were like boiled eggs that had dead baby birds in it. Oh, balut. Yeah, balut. They pulled out the balut, um, which when I saw that little bird, I skipped all of it. Just skipped it. Said, nope, not watching this. I'm good. 
Um, actually, no, I got to the point. They had a guest come in, like a previous person, and they made her eat it, and she was like chewing it, and you could like hear the bones, and that's when I was like, nope, nope, nope. That's nope. a delicacy in the Philippines, I believe. So I don't fucking care. I just mean like all my Filipino homies, just check McCamey Manor if you want a free balut. Delicious. God, yeah. So then I I kept skipping forward. I was just like, "Fuck this!" The screen went black like before, which makes me assume that they were, you know, doing some really crazy shit that was not for camera, not for you know people to see. No spoilers, no spoiler alerts on this one. Um, and then the two girls were just in a living room, free from their binds and like shaking, and it was over. Okay, well, I for the food thing, I well, I mean for the, what I saw was. There was one time where they were shoving cockroaches in this girl's mouth, and they were, like, alive, yeah. and they were, like, crawling out, and she was, like, gagging, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm going to be honest. I would probably pick that over the ones I saw in this. Yeah, but you're blindfolded the whole time, so, like, you don't even know what's coming. Even better. Even better. <laughs> Honestly, that's better. I mean, I would do intestines over cockroaches, but I wouldn't do puke. Oh, God. I'd rather die. No, well, then you can't do nothing. I'd rather do nothing. Well, then how are you going to eat your berries and cream? It's worth it. Uh, Did they shoot you with a yeah, paintball so they, gun or something? So I saw some other clips uh, where the guy, like, it was like a highlight reel, and, like, the guy lifted his leg up, and he definitely had paintball Yeah, notes. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, shoot me with a fucking paintball gun. Like, whatever. That's oh. better than any other shit I saw. I'd rather get shot with a paintball gun than have people bound me and fucking slap the shit out of me. I think he mixes it up uh, a little bit just in case word gets around, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so like it was just like over and they're like hanging out with these guys that have just been literally punching and slapping and choking them to death on a couch. Like kind of like the guys are like laughing like, man, you guys are badasses. And these girls are just like shaking like thousand yard stare shit. Like, one lady's, like, eating, a, like, a fucking mini Kit Kat bar. And I'm just like, <laughs> ew. Yeah, no, like, make it the white Kit Kat bar. Um, <laughs> love that. Oh, that's better? I don't know. I you ever tried I'm them? I'm like an OG Kit Kat. No, try the try the white ones. Those are fucking good. Uh, so I saw other clips from, uh, you know, other people doing this, which showed things like people being um, strapped to a table and gagged with, like, scorpions and tarantulas crawling on their faces because oh. they had said that those were their biggest fears. Why would you? Uh, people people being buried alive. Supermodels. Here's this That's one. That's my biggest uh, and fear. People, Supermodels. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and right here I said, and people being forced to force-fed cockroaches. Uh, yep. And these are just a few examples of a list that I really do not give a shit to look up. Um, and uh, so Russ, the owner, considers himself a showman, an entertainer, and a visionary. But in a way, when you have 24,000 people like waiting on a wait list, he has 24,000 people on a wait list to do this. Yeah. Like, You can only be like, well, maybe he's like, Maybe he is. Maybe he is like a visionary. Like, just because it's not for you doesn't mean that he's wrong. Yeah, you're right. Because there's 24,000 people, like, waiting and waiting and waiting to get just absolutely tortured, which he doesn't – he's like – like, one point he's like, oh, yeah, like, torture is, like, getting waterboarded and getting your fingernails ripped off. And I'm like, well, you're kind of drowning people in, like, muddy pond water. Like, is that much 
different than waterboarding. And like, I saw a snippet of a clip of a guy going in another guy's mouth with like pliers and like grabbing his teeth, <gasps> which could have been like a tease. Like, I doubt they actually ripped his teeth. Yeah, out, I mean, like, all they have to do is even if they put if they put up. pliers on any of my teeth. If you put pliers on my front tooth, like that's enough to a spike a, like a, a surge of fear. Oh, I'd, I'd black out probably. It, like, uh, it's like if somebody was like, put your mouth on this curb. And then they weren't going to do anything after that. Just the fact yeah. that I have my mouth on this curb is like enough to, f- I'm thinking about it right now. And I like, I can't like, I it's yeah. Oh, oh. So, uh, two great questions. I saw Russ answer, um, during interviews, which is one he answered is no, this is not some fetish shit. Kind of like what you're saying earlier. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, that's a weird thing. Or it's like, I think that he gets, maybe not for him. Yeah. That's, I kind of believe him, but also like if he goes, yes, it is. Then it's like, people don't want to fucking, you know, they don't want to be involved in it. So like he would be smart to be like, it's not, he might get a little bit of thrill at a, a, I don't know if it's a sexual thrill, if it's a more of a power, power that's what I mean. It might not be sexual. It might not be like fetish is very specific. It might be a power yeah. thing based off of um, having something very popular and unique and, and, and sought after. It might be uh, the power over somebody. Like it might be the sadomasochist like control of a situation. I don't like who knows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they, they asked that on Dark Tourist. The guy was like, is this a fetish thing? And he was like, no. And then like the girl who just like came out was like, oh, I totally thought this was. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, it's that that's that's immediately what I thought when I first saw it. I mean, and that's how most people see it, but like continue because yeah. there is, you know, more details about him and I don't want to give it away if you're gonna Yeah. Uh so the other question that I really loved was uh people asked uh have people died? Yeah. And he said, No, no one has ever died. But Russ did say someone had a heart attack yep. and added that it was, quote, unquote, good stuff. <laughs> I saw that, too. I saw that one guy did have a heart attack. He survived, yeah. though. They, yeah, he survived. So no one has died. But literally in a news interview, they're like, has anybody ever died? And he's like, no, one guy had a heart attack. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's great press for his haunted house. Yeah. Or would you call it a haunt? Does he call it a haunted house? He calls it I don't, theater. I don't, cons- I don't really even consider it really a haunted house at the end because it's like they're in a park. Yeah. And then, well, like, could you imagine being this dude's fucking neighbor? At one point, I saw like an exterior shot of his like old home in San Diego and there's just like people screaming he says, from inside. He says he tells his neighbors before he does it because he doesn't want people calling the cops. He's like, don't worry. Like we're having a thing tonight. Like, I show. don't. I don't care. I know, but can you imagine living next to that? Holy shit! What is all day? What a great alibi if you really want to murder somebody. Seriously, you know, like have a chainsaw going and being like, "Oh, don't worry, we're having a show tonight," and then you just murder somebody, and you're like carrying yeah. body parts. I'm like part of the show. Ha ha ha! You know me, <laughs> crazy. So I have to say, I've got to say, in after all my research, this is the most terrifying part about this. And that is the entrance fee, which I'm pretty sure you know what it is, yep. but I'm going to ask a rhetorical. Yep. I want to guess what it is for the listeners. Can I guess what it is? Pause. You know exactly what it is. It is a big bag of dog food. A big old bag of dog food. 
<laughs> Russ doesn't make any fucking money off of this. Nope. He, he says in his interview he lives off his $800 a month check he gets for serving in the Navy. Yeah. Ex-Navy. SEAL? I don't, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. But yeah, this guy doesn't make a single penny off this whole fucking thing. Yeah, but he has dogs. He just has like 45 goddamn dogs, which is awesome. Looks like he had a lot of greyhounds that he probably rescued from, you know, previous racer kind of situations. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't make a fucking penny. I did see one thing, though, is like if you donate like $20,000 to like a rescue foundation, then you get to skip the 24,000 people on the waiting list. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, so like, I mean, it, he's not in it for the money. It's a, So like that, that paints a very different picture. And it's also a great marketing tactic because like people go, this guy's fucking horrible, bad guy. And you're like, no, he's actually like, doesn't take money. He loves dogs. And it's a philanthropist. And the, <laughs> full on, full on so rapist. Full on rapist. So, but like, yeah, like it, it, it kind of like paints a picture for himself where, where he goes, Say what you want about me, news organization. Like, say that like I'm a creep. Say that I'm like I'm I'm a sexual deviant. Say that I'm a sadomasochist. Say all this stuff, but you can't say that I steal people's money, and you can't say that I don't care about dogs. You know what I no. mean? Like he 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 loves his dogs, and yeah. and the people who who he does this for with or for, he goes. You know what? Like I'm I'm giving you an out. Don't do this. I think he gets a little bit high off of like the i've created something that's so unique and so sought after which is a great feeling yeah. you know like i, I yeah, totally get absolutely. it but um yeah still like very strange compared to like our societal standards you know like i'm not saying yeah. like other countries might be like that's nothing you know <laughs> i don't know I, don't, I haven't found the country yet but it's just like it's out it's out there yeah it, it, floating around the water is it is it that is it that wrong to have somebody challenge you to face your worst fears i mean is that a form of therapy is that a form of trauma i've never tried it so maybe it is fucking amazing i don't fucking know that's the thing like i i think the the human mind is too fragile to be taking risks like that to be like you could get ptsd from this but like on on the (laughs) on the other hand somebody could come out the other side and be like wow like i faced the worst thing i've ever faced now that past trauma that I had or this fear I have of like flying, like I don't have that anymore because I've, I've faced. Now I'm afraid of Russ. <laughs> Is Russ on the plane? <laughs> I mean, that's how I was. I got a root canal and it fucking sucked so bad and it hurt when? so uh, in college. I cracked my tooth uh, and I didn't know I cracked classic. it. So I had to get a too many jawbreakers. Yeah, I, I did. I uh, I had to get a root canal, and it hurt so bad that like every time I went to the dentist after that, I'm like, I'm not scared of the dentist anymore. Like, yeah. If you say I have to get another root canal, I'm a little nervous. But like that was the worst. So now it's like it's nothing to me. I'm like, you got a filling, big fucking whoop. I don't care anymore. Like yeah. do it. It's like when I got my appendix yanked out of me. I'm like terrified of surgery now i'm like doctor cut me up put me in a bed i don't even i love a little vacay give me this get this leg off me (laughs) so yeah uh with halloween around the corner uh why don't you do the right thing get you and your partner get you and your partner's names on the long list for mckemmy manor unless you're chicken or something I mean, 24,000 people uh, 
a, a group a week, that's probably four max, maybe three max. You're gonna it's gonna be numerous years before you get seen. You might you might be dealing with a weak heart at that point. So just be careful what a, you wish for, you know. You got a better chance of getting season tickets for the Green Bay Packers oh, at this yeah, point. Yeah, you telling me, buddy. But uh I think that concludes our story for the day. So uh Yeah. Um or our stories. So thank you so much you guys for tuning in once again. We love it when you stick around. We love telling you these stories. Um, if you guys want any more information, go to Camp Strange Podcast on Instagram to see pictures of our young boy Gary and us and pictures from uh, these episodes that we have up. Um, if you guys want any more information, uh, in that Instagram link bio, you click the link tree. We have merch there. We have uh, links to other stuff as well. You could rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and you could listen to us basically anywhere else pandora spotify you're listening to us right now but uh you know you can find us wherever tell your friends about it share it whatever do what you gotta do if you want to we won't force you and like russ fucking russ so um i think i covered everything if you go oh if you guys want to send us an email send it to camp strange podcast at gmail.com and i will respond because I got time. I'll do it. Um, and I guess, David, do you have anything to say before we officially head out? The time of spoilers are done. We're done with them. No more spoilers? No more spoilers. Now it's time for David's questions. Oh. And this one I asked you earlier. What would happen to you if you ate jambalaya every single day for one year. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> did you get my text? Yeah, you sent me the McCamey Manor video, and it's disgusting. This is from the thumbnail. I don't like it. The thumbnail's awful, yeah. It looked like she ate uh, jambalaya for a presents, whole year. Yeah, what, what would happen to your body if you ate? jambalaya every day for a full 365 dm me your answers i will read it next episode no one's gonna do that but i'll have another i'll have a question at the end of every episode now i've, I've done all the spoilers the spoilers have been done what they've been spoiled <laughs> wait, wait so what what is the name of that video that you just sent me just in case anybody wants to watch it uh mccammy manor presents christina b round two and my God, that thumbnail is fucking awful. Yeah, she covered in some stuff. I could. There wasn't even a share button. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I had to. I had to copy and paste the like the actual URL. Good lord. There's uh, also something I didn't notice was that there are fifty five thousand likes and eighty four thousand dislikes. Oh, so people five million views. I gotta watch a little bit of this, and I'm just too curious. It's, I'm telling you, it's. I'll just get high and then watch it and have a panic attack. That's a way worse idea. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. Panic attack. No, don't do that at all. (laughs) Russ will find you. The boogeyman does exist, people. And here's a good comment on the YouTube video. Imagine stumbling upon this while in a peaceful nature walk through the woods. Because they are like in a public park, (laughs) for God's sakes. Drowning people in a pond. I gotta watch. I gotta check it out. Um, anyway, we'll take some screenshots, post them on the Instagram or whatever. But um, please no. Thank you. Thank. What did you say? 
I said, please don't. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love it when you do, and we love telling you these stories. Uh, David, ask your question one more time. What would happen to you if you ate jambalaya every single day for a year? <laughs> 365 days, including Christmas and Thanksgiving. No turkey for you. <laughs> Just the jamba. And don't forget to... Stay strange. <laughs>